0: Welcome. You've got mail. Everyone, welcome to another edition of TechStream. And, you know, I want to start it off by saying I need a new way to open the show, because what people are making fun of these days are all the influencers. Hey, everyone. Hi, guys like and subscribe i can't be that guy so i want to make sure that we in the next couple of weeks come up with better ways to start tech stream i'm seth everett he's shelly palmer good day good day, good afternoon good morning Dep- de- depends on when you're listening to this it's, hello very truman
1: show of you yes it, the, yeah. good morning good afternoon and good night how are yeah. you there seth
0: i used to say when i was doing a syndicated radio i would say Uh, It's one o'clock on the East Coast, 10 o'clock on the West Coast. And if you're somewhere in between, it's sometime in between.
1: It is. It is. And it's five o'clock somewhere, which is the more important part. I just don't think we
0: need to sound like influencers. You know, people already think we're very influential. These influencers. (laughs) I loved the um, the ice cream truck in, in, in Southern California, this chain of like three ice cream trucks and they have a sign on the back of their door after being besieged by influencers asking for free ice cream to post it on their Instagram. Mm -hmm. And he put a sign on the back of his truck said if you're an influencer you pay double.
1: Right. And (laughs) I'm look social selling is awesome. Influencers are awesome. Please don't hate on us for making disparaging remarks about influencers, but that whole thing's out of control, you know, everyone. And and here's why. And this is the part that I think people really misunderstand. We somehow think a viral video means something when it is not about anything important, right? If you have a Twitter account with 60 followers and most of those followers are your close friends and associates, You are gigantically influential in that network. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And if they have 40 to 60 followers who are their close friends and associates, they are hugely influential in their network. I've got, I don't know, 40 something thousand Twitter followers. Most of them I do not know obviously right. because everybody knows about 140 to 200 people like if you look at the 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 size of an average wedding uh, invitation list you know everybody right. Right. if it's a 400 person wedding that's everybody everybody knows on the bride side and the groom side basically and normally right, right? if you look at a holiday card list what are you sending 120 140 160 holiday cards to your, to the people that you know well enough to feel like you'd want to se- send them a, a, a heartfelt greeting not you know a business thing where you might have thousands but so When someone posts on social to a small network of people they actually know, that's really powerful. Whereas when now, you know, can somebody say that they've got with a million followers, then 5% of them will see any given tweet. So you're paying an awful lot of money for 50,000 people to see a tweet that most likely is a throwaway because it's paid for and not that many people are going to retweet or talk about. So unless it's a really big deal, but I tell you what, this came back and bit our friend Kim Kardashian in the butt this week. Uh, and it took Floyd Mayweather Jr. with it. Uh, there was a thing back in June of 21 where Kim put out a social post. I think it was on Instagram for Ethereum Max. Mm-hmm. Ethereum Max looked scammy to me on the day it came out. And in fact, the day she wrote about it, I basically said, hey, yeah, you know, this is absolutely the best example of the worst, right? I, my actual quote, I think, was, I've just become aware of the best example of everything that's bad and hopefully temporary about crypto insanity. And what she did is she she did a post um, on her Instagram. I'm almost positive it was Instagram. And it said, are you guys into crypto with a with four question marks? And then in giant bold type, Seth, giant bold type. The first thing it says is in all caps, this is not financial advice, but sharing what my friends just told me about the Ethereum Max token with an exclamation point. Now the rest of it is complete nonsense. And and she should never have done this, even for the money, she shouldn't have done it my question with this lawsuit and she's being sued because these the ethereum max guys were 95% bs and 5% bs and and she's being sued for misleading her followers my problem with that lawsuit and of course it's america you can sue anybody is that this wasn't the fine print right it's not like this is buried in a disclaimer in in 4 point type at the bottom of an of an email or the bottom of a post She says flat out, I'm not giving you financial advice. I'm just sharing what someone told me, which you should read if you have a brain as someone just gave me half a million dollars to put this thing on Instagram. And I don't know whether I'm right or wrong, but (laughs) this is what I've been told to post. But if that's not a legal disclaimer, like if if this thing isn't dismissed instantly as that, then then I'm going to be really confused because every time I do any podcast, anytime I do any television appearance anytime i do a a blog post that even mentions uh, web3 DeFi, crypto dows like anything that could be part of the blockchain value exchange universe sure somewhere in the middle of it and definitely in print i write i'm not a financial advisor this is complicated stuff it's really risky if you're gonna do any of this you know seek the advice of a licensed professional financial advisor because, you, but if that's not a defense, if you're going to get sued anyway, I don't know what's happening here. So right, and you
0: precursor cool. all the time. Anytime we've ever talked about this, you you interrupt and you say, you know, we're not giving financial advice, and we're not. And and we're, there, we're not. There. Speaking of Kim Kardashian, though, um, I don't know about you, but I've seen her best work. <laughs> Do tell do tell do tell i'm <laughs> uh, just saying i mean you know, it's out there and I, I, I,
1: <laughs> yeah yeah there was a um we're not going to go there but yes we have all seen her best work okay. there are many there are many celebrities who have you know that's not in style as much nowadays as it used to be i don't know why
0: <laughs> I think because only fans yeah. which still was one of my favorite episodes of this podcast that we've ever done
1: yeah, I agree. I agree. So in other crazy crypto news, this is not financial advice. So,
0: Well, you know. Wikipedia came into it and I just didn't know that Wikipedia was an actual person. I'd like to meet Mr. Pedia. <laughs> um, I thought Wikipedia Wikipedia is, is one of the funniest things in the world because Wikipedia's relationship with Google is fantastic and yes. it has created a generation of people who just will hook up something and if it's on wikipedia they use it as as truth and that's you know the problem you, you, know, you know the problem
1: with that right you, you know the problem with that of course anybody can edit it so it's crowdsourced the statistics right. about wikipedia i love when it's right it's usually 95 percent right but when it's wrong it's usually 95 percent wrong it's like binary it's unbelievable like if you go to a wikipedia article that you have a and it, and it's and the information is on the whole true most of it the vast majority of it would be true with you know normal mistakes and a couple of misquotes um i haven't checked my own wikipedia page recently but last time i looked i don't edit my own page because i think that's weird but like it was not exactly spot on they were generally correct and i you know you don't want to get look people spell my name s-h-e-l-l-e-y every day Mm-hmm. So to see that on like a page, like guys, come on, stop that! It's S H E L L Y, you know. The it's the accepted masculine spelling of the word, if there is such a thing. But it's a nickname; it's not my name, right? It's my it's my nickname. So I don't really, I can't really get up in people's face about spelling it wrong because it's not, you know, it's just my mother <laughs> used it as a nickname and it stuck. Um, but anyway, yeah, Wikipedia is in the news. They have editors, right? They have consortiums of uh, editors that in in various areas and uh the people how do, do that job how, how do you get that, that volunteer that job you, would it's not a job it's a volunteer thing and what's really interesting seth is that there are people who uh are are I really feel a
0: responsibility
1: it's fantastic i've i've been in a couple of back in the you know in the day when you could go to trade shows i've been in a couple of different trade events where some people from wikipedia have gathered and had like a meeting because you know it's a wonderful when you're at a CES oh, or I your so South by Vi-
0: do an interview. I would want to talk to a Wikipedia person who just says, I spend three hours a, w- a night editing crap on Wikipedia because it, it needs to be accurate and they don't by rest the way, until it's a- Oh my God, that would be, by the way,
1: that's the, the open source software movements the same way. You've got people who are dedicated like GitHub. They'll go on Git and they will be in a thing that they're in and that they, they just want to be, th- this is what they do. And uh, anyway, I- I've spoken to, to a fair number of Wikipedia Editors over the years and very dedicated people who, for the most part, have the best intentions in the world. And one of the things that happened this past uh, week uh, was that they were trying to figure out they that a vote on our NFTs art should be classified as art or something else. A token representing art would have been the, the the other thing you could name it. Now they voted that NFTs are not art, which is exactly the right answer. But they also shelved it and said they're going to do more research and and vote on it again. And this to me was one of the most interesting. A, it's the right call. NFTs are not art. They're not. Aren't in any way. And I, I want to be very clear with everybody right now. This is, again, not financial advice. This is simply straight up education. Um, f- first and foremost, if you're interested in this subject at all, I'm not going to shill my book, but I am going to shill something we're doing now that's free, which is metacademy.xyz, M-E-T, and then the word academy, A-C-D-E-M-Y academy, meta Academy 1A or Met and Academy, metacademy.xyz. That is going to be a free site. It's going to go online in the next couple of weeks. Depending on when you listen to this, it may already be up online. It's a it's a journey through the entire world of NFTs, of crypto, of you name it. Uh, if it has to do with the world of DeFi, we think it's the world's very first earn-while-you-learn environment, free to you. In fact, you may actually get some value, both financial as well as educational. We're going to have cryptocurrency and NFT courses. You're going to understand everything there is to understand about this by actually doing it. You're going to learn how the blockchain works. You're going to learn how to send crypto, how to mint an NFT, and and all kinds of stuff like that. And you don't have to worry about Mm -hmm. making a mistake there because we're going to teach you to get test ETH from a faucet and actually use fake crypto or test crypto to do this work. So it's, it's a really safe environment to do what you need to do in order to learn to do this. Now, that promo aside, Metacademy.xyz. that promo aside, let me just tell you a little bit about what an NFT is and why Wikipedia's call was right and why they shouldn't reverse themselves. Almost every NFT that you're going to come across right now, is created following a standard that's either identical to or similar to what's known as EIP 721. And what that allowed for was the implementation of a standardized API for NFTs as part of within smart contracts, as part of smart contracts. Now, most NFTs, and I'm going to say most underlined three times because most NFTs are on the Ethereum blockchain or related to the Ethereum blockchain and the Ethereum virtual machine. Those NFTs are created, the tokens themselves, the non-fungible tokens themselves are created using ERC-721, the non-fungible token standard. And what an ERC-721, there's also an ERC-1155, which is a variation of it. These represent ownership of either digital or physical goods. Mm. But it's important to understand that an NFT is not the artwork. It's the smart contract. That's recorded on the blockchain. So they, it's not the artwork. It represents the ownership of the artwork. It represents the ownership it, contractually. And uh, I love the idea that Wikipedia is going to be voting on this again so that they can get it right. They've gotten it right this time. So your cryptocurrency, which is another kind of token, your NFT, which is another kind of token, is not is not anything more than the representation on the blockchain. It's not, so if you've got artwork, it has to be in a database somewhere. That GIF file that is Nyan Cat or your board ape, or whatever it is you think you bought, that's not living on the blockchain, just your ownership, the declaration of your ownership lives there. And it's in your wallet, based on your private keys, if you have custody of it, and by the way, most of you do not have custody of your NFTs, let that sink in for a minute. If you've left them on an exchange, if you've left them in a marketplace, if they're sitting in your account somewhere, that's not in your hardware wallet, that's not in your software wallet on your computer, then you don't have custody of it. Not that it's not recorded on the blockchain, it is, but it's vulnerable to somebody going in there and doing things with your Private keys, if your private keys are exposed in any way. So be very careful. You do not have custody. So if XYZ exchange gets hacked, if OpenC gets hacked, if Coinbase gets hacked, and we hear about hacks exchanges at exchanges all the time, your NFTs, the ownership of your NFTs will transfer to someone else. You will may still have the GIF file, you may still have the JPEG file, but you're not going to have the the chain of custody of the ownership so you need to be able to understand what you are actually owning what you actually what that proof of ownership looks like one of the things that happened right right after that the next day seth was the gap launched um an nft hoodie that unlocks physical clothing. So, you know, this is really interesting. Every retailer's already done this. There's like a zillion retailers that have that have done NFTs. Well, this,
0: this is what I this was the most smart thing that I saw from all the NFT NFT stuff. You know, sports teams putting out, you know, old footage or old pictures is dumb. To me, if you have a chance for for layman people to make clothing, that's really smart. And I think it's really smart from the gaps perspective.
1: Yeah, they did a great job with with this. You can, you get an an NFT from the Gap, which is great. Um, When you get this particular NFT, there's a $415 worth of tokens. And when you get get that particular NFT, uh, it comes with the rights to go pick up a physical hoodie. Really cool. And cool. what? so what's important here, though, has nothing to do with my love for the Gap or or whatever, uh, or the or liking the program. But what it did was it basically proved the Wikipedia point, right? You can't wear the NFT. You can wear the hoodie. The NFT isn't the hoodie. The NFT represents your ownership of a hoodie that you can go pick up at the Gap. So you walk into the Gap, you present your credentials, and they say, yes, here's a hoodie. Right. Right. It's not like you're going to the, the NFT is so an NFT can represent your house. It can represent anything. Your car it can represent anything you want. It's simply a recording on a public ledger of ownership. That's all it is. And I, it's, I think it's so important that people make that distinction. I was at a holiday party and uh, the way just before the New Year's uh, break. And it was the only holiday party I attended. Very small. This held by a a dear 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 friend of mine who generally has you know 200 people around the holidays and there were about 30 people in the room one of them was a a very 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 wealthy retired senior executive from one of my old clients actually a current client but they're not there anymore and we got i got a big hug and a big hello and we were you know talking shop and he puts his arm around me and he goes i gotta tell you shelly i really love the work you're doing with blockchain it's amazing you know i'm really deep in it i'm like really yeah, oh my God, I got, I got bored apes. I got, I got crypto punks. I got, you know, X dollars in, in crypto. I'm like, wow. And he, this guy was not talking about chump change. Like, I'm not going to name the number of dollars, but it was, it, it stopped me in my tracks. I was like, okay. I didn't know you were that into crypto. He goes, oh yeah, I love this thing. I you know, love the NFTs, love the whole thing. I'm like, okay. Um, so let me ask you a question, <clears throat> person. <laughs> whose name I will not not put in there. Uh, where where are you storing all that stuff? Like where is it? Because that was the week i had gotten hacked. Oh, okay. Um, and you know, just before I just before the holidays in December, I got nailed, right? So for 400 bucks out of my MetaMask wallet, he says, "Well, you know, I got it. I got it in MetaMask." I said, "So what's the hardware wallet that you have associated with it?" He goes, "I, I don't. Just the just just MetaMask. Said, well, Trezor, Ledger, Grid Plus Lattice. What do you got? You know that where where are the private keys?" He goes, "What's a private key?" Seth, we're talking millions of dollars. The owner of this particular set of digital assets did not know what the private keys that he owned were, where they were, where they were at risk, where they weren't. Like, you know, if it's a couple hundred bucks, although that's still a lot of money, it it's a it's a loss that's an acceptable loss if you put it in a place in your mind where you say, this is binary, it will either be safe or it won't. And this is a number of dollars I'm willing to risk. For me personally, that number is $400 in a browser extension wallet. If it's only in a browser extension wallet, no matter whose it is, then my maximum amount of value that I will store there in digital assets on more than a temporary basis, meaning that I won't think about if I leave it overnight, is $400. But if I do a transaction, if I buy an NFT, or if I uh, make a trade for crypto, if I do some kind of swap, or if I just purchase crypto, the first thing I do is get it out of my software right. wallet and put it into my hardware wallet. The private keys are completely safe. And the the, 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 there's no way that someone without the $5 wrench attack, meaning someone kidnaps me, ties me up, holds a $5 spanner wrench over my head. Says, "I'm going to beat your brains in if you don't tell me your private keys. And even then I couldn't do it because it's, a 25 word private key, 24 words that you can know about. And the 25th word is totally secret. and known only to me written down and put in a place that uh, in an escrow envelope in my lawyer's office. So when they, when I am dead and they need to get into my wallet, they'll have 24 to 25 words that build this wallet. And that's where they get it. Why? Because I have real money in that wallet. There's no way in the world. I'm my own bank. I'm my own security guard until people, either they make this simpler or people start to understand. we're so used to, we're so used to trusting JP. Morgan Chase with our money. We're so used to trusting the FDIC insurance. It's like, "Well, if the bank gets robbed, I'll still be OK. I'm insured up to $100,000 dollars. There is no one to go see. Yeah. And this goes south nobody there's no one coming to your aid there's no way to claw it back there's nobody to insure like you can't buy insurance for it you are the security guard you are the investment committee you are the you are the castle you are the moat you are the army you are you're the whole you you are your own tower of london and i don't think everyone fully appreciates that and the wikipedia thing and the gap thing just made that real obvious to me and then on the other side you get celebrities like kim kardashian and floyd mayweather jr who are or shilling stuff for complete scammers, this is the wild, wild west. And while I'm deeply into it, uh, I would urge everyone to read as much as you can, uh, because that's the first thing. It's not do your own research. That's a disingenuous sort of silly thing to say now. Get into it. Like Just get into it. Inject yourself in the process. Experiment. I have have made a lot of mistakes, Seth. I mean, a lot of mistakes playing with this. And you learn. It's like, ouch, that hurt. That was $50 I didn't mean to spend just now. Why? Because I didn't realize what the gas prices were going to be when I moved X amount of money. I One of the very first things I did in the modern era, and when I mean modern era, I mean the last 12 months when everyone's been like crazy, 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 and the gas fees have gone through the roof, and gas fees, for those of you who don't know, are the price the miners charge for, for recording these transactions on the blockchain. Um, I... Wanted to get something out of my, because it's a practice of mine to take anything of actual value out of my software wallets and put them in my hardware wallets. It's been a practice of mine for a long time. Sometime, it's more than a year, we're in January. So January of last year, January of 21, I bought something as an experiment, just wanted to do something at OpenSea real quick. And I bought something that was about $65 in, in US dollars with ETH. And it cost me $120 to make the purchase. Huh. And I was like, wow, I should have checked. So, I mean, you can, you can make those kinds of mistakes, even if you know what you're doing. And then like a moron, because like, and I'm this is me tell, yelling at myself, not only was the, were the gas fees insane, I moved it off of the software wallet into my hardware wallet for another 60, 60 something dollars. Like they literally cost me three, four times what this thing was worth to just take custody of it to purchase and take custody of it. And so you can make those kinds of mistakes early. You don't want to make those kinds of mistakes on a regular basis. And you don't want, you don't want to, you don't want to make those mistakes. If you don't have to, I say make new mistakes, not old ones. So I would urge everyone it's metacademy.xyz. You can sign up for it. Now we'll notify you when it goes online, when you hear this, it may already be online. Cause it's going to drop any day. Now it's completely free. It is zero risk. Everything you're going to do there is with test crypto. You're just going to learn how to do everything. And the reason that this is free, folks, just so you know, it it is self-serving. I wrote the book Blockchain. It was a number one bestseller in three categories on Amazon for close to six weeks, actually closer to eight weeks. It's, it's even the second edition is already out of date on the on the technical how-to part, on the theory and concept part. Of course, it's not out of date because the theories, the concepts, and the strategies haven't changed. But the day-to-day, like, things evolve every day. This business changes. Every morning I wake up, there's something new to learn. So that's why I decided to do Med Academy rather than write another book in print, and I'd have to literally update once a week, because Seth, right, I it's constantly me. changing, it's every day, man, every day I wake up, was like, oh, wow, you have to do this now. Oh, there's a new thing, new security, new ways to approach the currency, new bridge to move something from Matic to ETH, or ETH to you know, that's polygon to Ethereum um, in, in their currencies, a new currency kind of goes out of style saying, well, I was going to do this proof of stake thing. And now I don't think I care about these guys anymore. Every day, it's something new. So, yeah, that's why we did Med Academy, uh, but we're making it free because it needs to be free. It needs to be free, and it needs to be updated every day. And that's the way we're going to treat it.
0: Every time we do a podcast about anything crypto or NFT, all we keep saying is "wild, wild west." I mean that that that's literally what it is. And there's something new coming
1: on every day. Aren't you involved in something new? Yeah, I am you know Seth I've shilled for one thing in this in this podcast and I, I don't want to be shilling for something else but there is an nft drop that's going to happen it's called cat Bodica, catbotica cat b o t i c a catbotica.io or .com it's the sale is january 14th the public sale is january 19th it's a fair launch and what that means is there's nobody involved with it that's getting there are over 12000 nfts the founders I have pre mined um, or pre minted 25, meaning 25 actual pre mined NFTs to the founders. All the other, and they're random. All the other 12,000 NFTs are going out in fair launch and they're going up for auction. So uh, I'm involved in this. A company called Motion Tonic and Blockchain Foundry are involved as well. They're the partners that are helping me with Met Academy. Blockchain Foundry is the underpinning technology partner, and Motion oh. Tonic is the artwork partner. So Catbotica, I was consulting on. I am. I'm a cat person. You know, I'm a cat person. I've got my, um, I've always had cats, love them. (laughs) Um, You know, I, I, so Cat botica just hit me immediately uh, as as something I wanted to be involved with. Have a look at it. I'm not telling you to buy or not to buy, but these are my partners. My name is on the website for sure. Uh, This is not a scam in any way. This is not, this is something I can personally be proud of and be, because I love the team. And whether they're going to be valuable in the future or not, I cannot tell you that I do not know, but it is a fair launch. So you'll be minting your own and you'll see how it goes. I mean, that you should just go check it out. It's catbotica.io. Again, these are, these are, the, these are the right people to do business with. And the way I know that is because I'm doing business with them. So, you know, that's my, that's my plug for cat If nothing else, watch the trailer. The trailer is just, it's, it's, Epic. <laughs> the trailer, the Cat Botica trailer is epic. It is video game quality artwork. It's just really spectacular. Darren Rawlings is the senior art director in 2D. And uh, there's a uh, an amazing 3d artist that you'll get to, to meet as well as the cat Botica 3d shows up which you will I think Seth you'll really like you let me know you let me let, you know yeah, just we'll check it out you don't, you don't do anything else just check out the trailer it's it's just amazing what the what this team is capable of so anyway thanks for letting me talk about that and people who are listening I, I apologize for the sales pitch you know that's not my thing
0: no uh, usually you limit it to lemonade stands uh, that, yeah. that's that's basically uh, what what your MO has been. Uh, that'll do it for this edition of Tech Stream. We will be back with another new episode each and every week. Make sure you tell us that you like the podcast because then we keep doing it. We'll see you then.